Hey, welcome to the Life Edit, bringing order to your everyday chaos. I'm Tabitha Perry, former social worker and now life coach that breaks big problems down into simple, actionable steps so you become more intentional and productive in life. Let's get started. Well, hey there. I am super excited to talk to you about our mental prison today because, well, I love prison. (laughs) And I realize that sounds weird, but I truly find the concept of prison fascinating. So I'll give you some context as to why. I am an only child, and when I was three, I became best friends with my neighbor, Alex, and he became my brother and still is. So growing up in Alaska, we play outside in the summer until late at night, building forts and playing kickball. We just had so much fun together. Well, as we got older, Alex made some poor choices, as we all do, but his ended up sending him to juvenile detention center. So this was a turning point for me because Alex wasn't what he did. I knew that he was fun and smart and insightful. He was my brother. I realized that who he was was not what he did. And that goes for us too. What we've done, what I've done in the past, present and future does not determine who you are or who I am. God created us all with a purpose and for a purpose. And with a loving gift of free will, we are able to make whatever decisions we want. We decide what we do, who we're around, and how we respond to life circumstances. So what I found fascinating was after 10 years of working in prison, so I eventually ended up getting my bachelor's in criminal justice and going and working in the correction system, I um, then transitioned to being a stay-at-home mom, which actually ended up feeling like a prison all of in itself. I felt so trapped. I felt uncomfortable. I loved being home with my baby, but I just didn't feel fully myself. I felt off. What I realized was that I wasn't being fully aware of what I was capable of and what I needed. I wanted more than just to stay home. I wanted to impact women's lives and stay home. I wanted a little of each, and I wanted to create my own version of my fullest potential. So as I remained curious and explored what women were struggling with, because I wanted to help them, right? So I needed to figure out what's the problem that I can help women with. I started hearing direct parallels between how other women felt and how the people in prison that I worked with felt as well. Ideas such as life being out of their control, feeling trapped, wanting more but being limited with time and resources, feeling stuck, overwhelmed, and unable to move forward in life until like something happens. This is when I realized that we all can feel imprisoned. So many times in life, we sentence ourselves into this mental prison, which is really just a combination of beliefs that limit you from stepping into your fullest God-given potential. This mental prison prevents you from feeling true happiness for long periods of time. It lowers your confidence, decreases motivation, makes you feel helpless and out of control. Many times we don't realize we've created this mental prison for ourselves. We just don't feel completely ourselves. We don't feel free. And so it's just the subconscious mindset that we've created. So here are five ways for you to know if you're living in your own mental prison. You feel trapped. This idea that you have no control of what you do, that you you can't go anywhere. Uh, The second one is you feel like your life runs you versus you running your life. Third is you compare yourself and your life to others, that comparison game. 
Another way that you can be in your own mental prison is by being critical of others. And this is the last one that I, I definitely resonate with, is not going after your dreams. That you limit yourself because of fear of failure, perfectionism, whatever it is, that you prevent yourself from actually going after your dreams. And this creates your own mental prison. These are just five of the ways um, that we can be living this way. And you may experience your own version of it as well, which I'd be curious if you have your own version um, to email that to me and share it with me because I'm always curious how women specifically are creating these mental prisons in their brain. What I want you to know though, and this is the most important thing, if you don't get anything out of this podcast except for this one thing, we all have our mental prisons, but you have the key. You don't have to live in this prison any longer. You have not been sentenced to live eternally frustrated and trapped. And you know how I know? The Bible tells us. So in Galatians 5, it says, You, my brothers and sisters, are called to be free, but to not use your freedom to indulge the flesh, rather serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping the one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Also in John, it says, so if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And last but not least, in Galatians, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. We were created to be free, to not have our mind be so full that we're overwhelmed. So how do we get free? Well, the first step is for those that don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. To be fully free, you must act in faith and believe that Jesus was fully man and fully God and died on the cross for your freedom. Now, if you already have a relationship with Jesus, surprise, uh, we still can live in a mental prison, (laughs) but we have tools. We have the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus' sidekick, right? And he helps refine and transform our minds. We have to remember that despite what is going on externally and around us, our mental prisonness is all in our mind. And I'm not saying this makes it any easier. And I know that there are limitations um, out there and there are people groups that are marginalized and just makes things so much harder. But we are the only ones that can break free from our own mental prison. Even the women that I worked with in the prisons, many of them were way more free than some of the women that I knew on the outs. They were more free because they allowed themselves to think differently, to own their authenticity, to own themselves, and to lean into God for who they were, not necessarily the circumstances that they were in. We have to be willing to break out. We have the key. Nobody else does. The thing is that many times we create this mental prison because it feels safer and we know what to expect and how to handle it, right? You having a mental prison, me having a mental prison, this doesn't mean that we're broken. This means that we're human and we do this to feel safe. So you're like, how on earth could creating a mental prison make me feel safe? Well, here are the ways. So remember those five ways that you could be Um, living in your own prison, you feel trapped, you feel like your life runs you versus running your life, compare yourselves, critical, don't go after your dreams. Okay, each of those actually can serve us. And so let me break it down. When you feel trapped, there's a predictability that can actually be comfortable. And to be free means that life is less predictable and therefore less comfortable and less safe. When you feel like your life is running you versus you running your life, 
you tend to release responsibility for the results in your life because you're claiming you're the victim and have no control and you're putting blame on other things outside of yourself which actually makes you feel safer because you just put it on these other things, other people, other activities that they're making you feel this way versus you taking responsibility for how you feel and how you run your life. The third one was you compare yourself to others. So comparison is how we process information. So it actually can be really beneficial because we like to put things in boxes, which makes us feel safer. The problem is, right, that judgment comes in. We can't just compare to process information as if it's all neutral. We usually use it into a hierarchy. Someone's better or worse than us. Well, that can make us feel safer because we like to put things in boxes. So if we just put ourselves in a box that we're always gonna be less than, then we don't ever have to try harder or go after our dreams. The other way that we can feel imprisoned is when we're critical of others. And this, how this serves us is that we are usually more critical of ourselves than we are of others. So if you are being critical of other people, it's really just a safer way for you to let out all of that negative energy that you actually have towards yourself. And the last one is you don't go after your dreams. This one, again, really resonates with me. So not trying for something new and exciting uh, can feel safer than trying and then failing. So you not going after your dreams, that's like your mental prison. But you don't necessarily wanna break out of that prison because it's scary out there. Like what if you go after those dreams, those goals, those like desires in your heart that you've had and it doesn't turn out to number one, be as satisfactory as you thought it would be or you're not really good at it, but you won't know. Like what if you're amazing at it? What if it like opens up your world in a way that you just never would have thought? So we create these prisons, not because we're broken, but because we're trying to protect ourselves and feel safe but we weren't meant to live in a prison. And we weren't really meant to live a safe life at all, actually, which ugh, as someone who really loves safety and security, it is so hard to say that, but it is so true. We were not meant to live a safe life. Jesus did not live a safe life. Experiencing life in the full spectrum of emotions is wonderfully scary. You were created with a purpose and for a purpose, and that is not safe. Allow yourself to break free from whatever mental prison you've created. You are the only one that has the key. So as we close, I never wanna leave you hanging on like, hey, we all have mental prisons and this is why we did it. So here are actual some practical edits for you to make in your life. Um, again, I'm all about making those small little edits in your life so you get the big results that you want. And this will help the process of breaking free. And I'm not saying that one or two of these are gonna do it immediately. I constantly am re-imprisoning myself and have to break free. So here are the top 10 ways that you can get out of prison. Focus on what you can control and give the rest to God. Do regular brain dumps to get out all of the thoughts that may be holding you back. Be open to new opportunities and opinions. Replace criticalness with curiosity. Breathing techniques. Choose positive thoughts over negative thoughts. This number seven is give yourself grace and remember that nobody is perfect. Don't take life so seriously. Have some fun. Action creates clarity, so if you're feeling stuck, just take one small step to start that momentum. And number 10 is remind yourself you are capable and can handle anything, especially when God is on your side. The mental prison is something you may find yourself going back and forth into, like me. 
Uh, the great thing is that as you practice breaking free from prison, it'll get quicker. The turnaround gets less uncomfortable and you don't forget where that key is as often. You also learn to enjoy being out of prison. Uh, going back to my brother Alex, uh, when he was released the last and final time from prison, the world felt very different and comfortable for him. Um, so I just want to encourage you that it's gonna feel a little different and a little uncomfortable when you start changing these mindsets, when you start getting out of your mental prison. So give yourself some time to reacclimate, reassimilate into being in this new way of thinking, this new way of freedom, because freedom can feel uncomfortable. Don't expect it to feel like a relief. It will actually may feel like a burden initially, but eventually it will be more of a relief and just so much more powerful than you ever thought. So just take it one day at a time and remember again, you have the key. And when you forget, always lean into the Lord. Ask him for that key. Ask him to help you release because he wants you to live in that freedom. But we have to also want to live in that freedom too. So thanks for listening to this podcast and I can't wait to meet up with you in the next show. Remember to allow yourself to make those small little edits in your day to create the life you want and to step into your fullest God-given potential. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be honored if you'd rate my podcast five stars or share it with a friend. Make it an incredible day.